Hey, welcome to Doggy Be Good. Good day, everybody. Welcome back to Doggy Be Good. We've been out for a little while here. Once again, I am Dennis Lee, and we also have here I'm Mike DeMarco from Doggy Be Good. Right, and today uh, we'll do a topic on rescue dogs because there have been several folks asking us about that, and we want to get into the topic. And but we would like to first start off with just a quick update on what's been going on recently with the Dog Vacay and Rover. Dot com, you know, how, how it's been going on. Okay, yeah. I'll give Mike the floor here. Yeah, well, last we left off, uh, we were trying to get other people, other pe involved in the uh, in the efforts. Um, the city has, as you probably already know, the city has deemed that it is illegal to board dogs in your home for any reason, you know, for profit. Um, so now that they've, you know, made that clear, they've changed the the um, wording of the law so that it's more clear to everyone who reads it and it's more understandable. Um, however, the city still has not done anything to actually crack down on these uh, illegal proceedings. Um, so we're waiting to see what they're going to do. They, they said that they're going to start going after people advertising on the website uh, of rover.com, dovegi.com, wags.com. And they said they're going to start going after the people who are trying to, you know, advertise on them. However, there seems to be no consequence for the actual websites, even though they are making a profit off what they're doing and they know it's illegal. Um, you know, we, we've done everything we can. We just, I guess it's just a waiting game now. However, there has been a lot more uh, things coming out online and in the news regarding the... Uh, you know, the issues and problems that have happened with Dog Vacay and Rover.com um, because the people that you are leaving your dogs with, if you're using them, are not trained animal handlers. They're not trained professionals. They're just people who are looking to make side money. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of problems. Uh, you could look that up online if you want to take a look and you'll see. Um, you know, it's just, it's as I said in the past, it's... You know, if you're going to leave your, your dog with somebody, your best bet is to leave it with somebody who's a trained professional who knows what they're doing and can handle, you know, situations and problems that may arise. And, you know, they're able to, to know, and you know, the, the, the proper response to these things. Yeah, sadly, Michael, I think what will probably happen is the same episodes that Uber ends up going through. So they start a business. This Business grows uh, profitably, and then some things start surfacing. Discrimination cases, uh, yeah. cases where people were raped, uh, and so forth. I'm not saying that's going to happen here, but usually there's going to be some major well, news that it's surfaces. It's true. You're absolutely right. There yeah. have been cases of animal neglect. Right. There have been cases of people losing dogs. There was one case that was just in the news the other day that the woman had, she was uh, pet sitting for two dogs. The one dog attacked and killed the other dog. And, you know, th these type of things can happen. I mean, listen, it can happen anywhere, but right. it's more likely to happen where you're in an un, you know, un with untrained people, untrained handlers who don't know the temperament of the dogs and don't know how to counteract the temperament of a dog. Um, you know, you, you need to, 
Yeah. You just is, need to be careful. Which is why the city normally would get involved to protect all, right? To yeah. try to minimize these type of cases. And that's why you guys are licensed and bonded and have all the animals tested. And you go through all that rigmarole just because to try to cut down on these types of cases. Absolutely. And we make sure everyone that, you know, handles the animals are trained. Yeah. You know, they go through a training program with us before they're allowed to, you know, get in the kennels with the dogs and, you know, do all these things with the animals. So yeah. just be uh, beware, be careful and... Yeah. Uh, we understand things like that are out there, so we're, we're all just trying to survive here. <laughs> okay. Okay, so now we can get into the main topic at hand. Let's get into the whole topic of dog rescues. And there's definitely a, a lot of questions regarding that area. And Mike, we do get these questions about, you know, uh, rescue dogs safe, uh, you know, you know, all those questions. Yeah. Tons and tons yeah. of questions. Yeah. So... Uh, why? Let me ask a question starting off. Why would someone prefer going to, to go for, a, let's say, a rescue dog as opposed to a fine new, perhaps purebred puppy that you can get in a in a store? I mean, let's start with that. Okay. Well, let's let's just be clear because every purebred dog has their own rescue. So if you look online, there's Golden Retriever Rescue, German Shepherd Rescue, Rottweiler Rescue, um, you know, Chihuahua Rescue, Lab Rescue. Every purebred has their own rescue. Um, you know, it, it's, it's really a choice of what, you, what you'd like to do. I mean, I, I, I prefer to rescue dogs because I just feel that, you know, there's so many dogs that need a home. And, you know, you can find yourself a wonderful rescue animal and, and give this dog a second chance at life, you know, and... and and, you know, really be beneficial. Uh, some people prefer to adopt and spend a lot of money on a dog. And, you know, with a rescue, it's a lot less expensive too. I mean, you're not going to spend thousands of dollars on a purebred dog, but even if you don't get a purebred, you know, it, the question usually arises is, you know, rescue dogs, do they have, you know, mental problems? Have they turned on their owners? You know, is it a danger to bring in my home? Well, the answer to that is it could be. I mean, you know, the one thing we find, and I've been doing rescue for many, many, many years, the one thing we always find is that when a dog is rescued or a dog is surrendered, um, most of the time we don't get the real story. We get the story where they couldn't afford to keep the dog any longer, or they were moving and couldn't take the dog with them. Mm -hmm. Someone in the family suddenly became allergic to the dog. You know, it, there's always, there's, I mean, and listen, sometimes it's true. Yeah. But for the most part, you know, we do sometimes find that, you know, dogs coming out of rescue can potentially have behavioral issues. They can potentially have aggression issues, but there's no, you know, who's to say that you're not going to adopt a dog from a, a breeder and that dog have, you know, potential issues as well. Yeah. Um, so as a behaviorist, what we do is we work very closely with these rescues and rescue organizations to behavior test the dogs. We do dominance tests. We do aggression tests, food tests, uh, possession aggression tests, just to make sure that, you know, the dog is suitable to be put in a home. And, you know, I, I'd like to say that we, we hit it on the target. Usually about 95% of the time we're on the money. Okay. Um, you know, rescuing an animal is a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. I, I, I'm a strong advocate for animal rescue. And I, I just think that, if you want to get yourself a dog, that, you know, rescue is definitely a, an option for you to look at because you can really, and you can get, you know, you can get puppies too. It's right. not just older dogs. Now, how would 
someone start? Let's say I'm interested in a rescue dog. I, I figure, okay, you know what? Not only because it's lower cost, but you know, I have the type of feeling where I do care about dogs, and I know some of these dogs may have gone through some hard times, uh, yeah. maybe because of you know the family they were in, or perhaps the environment they were in. Sometimes these dogs may have been left because of, you know, you hear about all the fires in California. People abandoned their homes and the dogs may have been abandoned as well. Right, right, absolutely. How would someone go about starting looking for a rescue dog? Would they come to you? Would they go to a website? Would they, I guess it also depends on what well, kind of dog they're interested yeah, in. Yeah, the first thing you want to do is, is you want to, and, and we discussed this in one of the, the very first um, podcasts we've yeah. done. And, and, you know, you should really read into your breeds and yeah. see what type of dog what type of breed, you know, suits your lifestyle? Um, you know, even though a dog may be a mutt, the makeup of that dog is going to have characteristics of the breed that it's made up from. Yeah. So, like, like if you look at, um, like, uh, what can I, uh, like a Chihuahua. Okay, a Chihuahua is a great dog. Yeah. Sometimes they're a little, a little yappy. Sometimes they're not. Um, but they're good. They're good little family dogs. Labs, an excellent family dog, but you could also see a dog like a Jack Russell. Yeah. A Jack Russell is a fantastic dog, but extremely high energy. Okay. You know, you don't you don't want to have a dog going to a family that's very very low energy. You know, or per se, you know, a, a, an elderly person who's not so, you know, not so mobile, not right? so mobile, and yeah. you, you don't want to have a dog that it needs like that exercise every day, or they go berserk. You know what I'm saying? There are dogs that are less energetic than right. that. So although they're all great dogs and they'll, you know, they all, they all have their, their own characteristics, you want to make sure that whatever dog you're looking for is going to be suitable to your home. The second step would be to decide, you know, what type of dog and what rescue you want to go to. Do you want to go to a purebred rescue? Do you want to go to something like North Shore Animal League right. where you can rescue a dog from them? Um, and then just start looking. Yeah. You know, just start looking and see what dog you know, makes that little bell in your head go off. Right. Because you know when, you know, it's it's like magic when you finally find the dog that you really want. It's like, and that's it. You know right. it. Boom. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's really something that you have to decide. And, and yeah, you can contact us. We can always guide you in the right direction. We do work with a ton of rescues. The one thing that I would recommend is don't listen to all the news media and the, I want to say the bull, you know what, hype about, Different breeds, such as pit bulls. Yeah. Pit bulls are fantastic dogs. Okay. They're fantastic dogs. Yeah. As are Rottweilers, as are German Shepherds. The reason pit bulls get such a bad rap is because when they they're very powerful dogs, and when they do do something wrong, yeah. it's usually something very serious. However, if you look at the owners of these dogs that you see on the news, you hear the dog running out, attacked, and, you know, ripped the woman apart. And then you look at the owner of that dog. Yeah. A lot of times you'll see, you know, what the reason was that that dog's behavior was like right. that. Dogs are really, they're a product of their environment. Yeah, that's true. And if you raise them to be gentle and you raise them to be loving and you raise them to be good dogs, you know, you, you most of the time you're not going to have a problem. Yeah. If you raise them to be, you know, nasty and protection dogs and, then you're probably going to wind up having an issue. Yeah. It's like the way you raise your family. It's the same way. Yeah, I mean, You it pick is. up a lot of things. It is. From, from the folks who, uh, who nurture you, take care of you, or, to cook, or command you, <laughs> or direct you. Exactly. Yeah, totally understandable.
Michael, we have a question from one of our listeners and wants to know um, what would the individual who's interested in the rescue dog, what would they need to find out from the rescue agency uh, regarding the dog? Um, so what, how would they go about getting that kind of information? What are they asking for and so forth? <clears throat> well, most of the rescues do, you know, they do their, their due diligence and try and find out as much history on the dogs that they have, you know, as much as they can. So they, they do as much as they can to, to really gather as much of the past history on the dog, but it's not always so clear. Mm -hmm. um, I know at our facility, we work with rescues. We do behavior analysis on the dogs for the rescue. And that's something you definitely want to see from a rescue is that there was a behavior analysis done on the dog. Uh -huh. This way, you know <clears throat> what you're dealing with when this dog comes to your home. Um, most rescues will work with behaviorists or trainers and, you know, they will be able to give you that information. You also want to try and find out where the dog came from. What was his history? Was he abused? Was he found stray? You know, what was his health issues? Does he have any serious health issues? Anything that you're going to need to know about, you know, going forward with this dog. Um, and again, most rescues, like I said, will have that information or to the best of their knowledge, they'll give you information. You just want to make sure that if you have kids, little kids especially, yeah. that you get a dog that's going to be suitable for your home. Right. Now, in turn, what would the rescue agency would ask you, the party that's interested, what would they ask you in return? I'm sure they well, have some questions. Yeah. Too. Well, a legitimate rescue, a good rescue, a reparable rescue will not only do a vet check on you, but they're going to also ask for you know character reference. They're going to do a home check oh, okay. to make sure that your home is, you know, what you say it is and that, you know, the home is suitable for the dog as well. So, so they will go and check your home? Absolutely. Okay. We, we, we do home checks. We do checks after we, after you've adopted the dog. Yeah. We will also come out and, you know, check up on the dog like 30, 60 days later just to uh, make sure that that dog still looks healthy. That's still, you know, right. that dog still is, is thriving in your home. Okay. You know, because as much as we want to make sure that that dog is suitable for your home. We also want to make sure that that home is suitable for the dog. The last thing we want is to ever have a dog sent back. Okay. We don't want a dog to be go to, you know, from, from a facility or a foster to its new home and then sent back again. It's very hard on the dog. Yeah. People don't realize that dogs go through anxiety. Oh gosh. Yeah, abandonment anxiety. Yeah. When you have a dog that you've had for many, many years and you give that dog up, believe it or not, that dog goes through anxiety. Stress, anxiety, depression, dogs feel that just the way humans feel it. Right. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, but they do. So when we get finally get a dog and, and into your home, we want to make sure that your home is going to be the forever home. Okay. And it's got to work both ways. So we will do a check. And again, a reputable rescue will always tell you, listen, if there's ever a problem, if it ever is, you know, something not working, right. you call us, we come take the dog out. You can't adopt that dog out to anybody else. You can't bring that dog to a shelter. You have to call us and a reputable rescue, a reputable rescue, try and say that five times fast, <laughs> will come back and uh, take that dog back out for you. Okay. But, you know, as long as all everybody does their due diligence, it should be you know, a good a good fit for everyone. Let me ask you another question, Michael. Then what Have you seen instances or experiences where you would have or where the dog would, rescue dog would have to be turned back? Uh, it happens. Okay. It certainly does happen. I figure it's a sad um, situation. There's no, there's no, it, it's not a, uh, 
and you know, there's no there's no guarantees. Is right. what I'm trying to say. It, it is, it is, you know, we try the very best we can um, to bring a dog into a home, but you also have to remember that when you do bring a rescue dog into your home or any dog for that matter, whether yeah. it's from the shelter, from a breeder, you you have to lay down the rules yeah. for that dog right away. If you take a rescue dog, bring him into your house, take his collar off, and say, "Hey, get yeah, your home." you're going to wind up having a problem. I see. Because that's not a human. It's a dog. Right. And when a dog gets into a home, what they want to do is make that home theirs, and they want you to know that that home is their home now. Right. And that can lead to some very uh, destructive behavior, some right. very, you know... So you got to take command. Yes. <laughs> From the very yes. beginning. That's why when you get a dog, you know, we always tell clients or people, hey, listen, if you are going to adopt a dog and you have questions, yeah. we don't charge for phone calls. You're welcome to give us a call, 718-746-1979. We'll be more than happy to answer any questions you have. We'll be more than happy to guide you in the right direction. And we don't charge to do that. Okay. You know, we'll help you over the phone, tell you what you need to do, how to do it. And then, you know, the ball's in your court. Right. Do you know if the rescue dogs, the rescue agency provided the shots or anything like that? Or Most rescues will not let it. By law in New York... Yeah. Before you're allowed to adopt a dog from the rescue, that dog has to be fully inoculated. Oh, I see. It has to be up to health and spay or neutered. I see. Okay. And they're not supposed to allow a dog to go anywhere without being spay or neutered and with 100% health. And that's why adoption agencies usually charge a fee of 250 300 sometimes more. Sure. And, okay. you know, you, you think like, wow, that's a lot of money, but really it's, it's, it's nothing. Because each there's no less than $1,000 spent per dog. Yeah coming into that rescue, getting that dog ready to be adopted. Yeah. There's no less than $1,000 being spent on that dog. And they ask for a $300 donation or a $250 donation. It doesn't even cover right. half of what they've what done they've for done, that dog. Yeah, so there's no, there's no money in rescue. People who do rescue do it because of the love of animals and because I, of the kindness of I, their heart. I was about to ask. I mean, yeah, they're, you, they're overworking. Yeah, you're never going to see a rescuer driving a Porsche. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. The vets might, but not the rescuers. Yeah. You know, they do it out of the kindness of their heart. Okay. Michael, another question I'm getting is uh, is this, where someone says, I already have a dog. Should I adopt another dog? Or what are the possible issues to deal with if I adopt a rescue dog when I already have a dog? Well, when you already have a dog, you know, you definitely want to make sure the dog you adopt is good with other dogs. And again, a reputable rescue will make sure that they do a meet and greet with the two dogs to make sure they get along first before they try and put that dog in your home. Right, makes sense. Um, you know, but when you when bringing a new dog into the house, whether it, again, whether it's a rescue or not, um, you want to make sure, again, that you establish dominance over the two dogs. You want them to know that there's no battle over territory because the territory they're living in is mine and not theirs. So there's really nothing to fight over. Yeah. And as long as you make that clear, you know, you shouldn't really have a problem. And again, you just got to make sure that both dogs are friendly with other dogs. Some dogs that are in rescue are just not dog friendly. Yeah. And, you know, in my experience, it it's just, you know, some people think that they can make the dog dog friendly. And right. it just doesn't work out too often. So... You know, always make sure that if you're adopting, whether like said, like I said, through rescue or anything else, just make sure that both dogs are, you know, compatible yeah. with each other, okay. and that you do through a meet and greet. 
makes sense. Right. Okay, Michael, I got a tough question. Um, what if someone adopts a rescue dog and they discover that this rescue dog has issues? Uh, it looks like it's been abused before, but didn't really get that information from the rescue agency. What do I do? Well, again, the rescues do everything they can to find out the, you know, the information they can. Sometimes they don't, sometimes there is no information to get, you know, they, they pull dogs from the city shelters and stuff like that. And, you know, there's really not much history on that dog. Um, however, you'll know, well, most of the time you can tell if a dog has been abused, um, you know, certain motions, certain gestures that you'll do will either make the dog cower and hide or, right. you know, many other things. The one thing to keep in mind is that a dog's memory, you know, we find that a dog's memory of, you know, abuse situations will eventually, it'll, it'll pass. You know, a lot of times they'll never, how can I explain this to you? They'll never forget right. what happened to them, but they'll forget what happened to them. Okay. You understand? I think so. So it will pass with time. Right. In time that will pass. And as long as that dog starts to trust you, yeah. um, sometimes you got to, you know, really be very gentle with a, a dog that you believe have been, has been abused or that you know has been abused. And you have to make sure that they understand that you are not going to harm them and you're going to you know, take care of them. And once they start to trust you, you'll, you'll have a better bond than you could ever have imagined. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we get a lot of dogs through here that have been in pretty tough, nasty situations. Um, and, you know, before we let them go or put them up for adoption, we always try to make sure that we get a handle on it. Yeah. And, and you know, we try to make sure that when we adopt the dog out, that the person that's going to adopt that dog is someone who's going to be able to work with that type of, you know, a problem with, some, you want to make sure it's going to be somebody that's going to be able to cope with that dog's needs. All right. On that note, I don't have any additional questions. Um, Michael, you have any more to add? If not, No, you... no, I don't. But if anybody does, you know how to reach us. Right. That's correct. All right. So, again, you can place the comments. Uh, if you go to cattyk9.com, C-A-T-T-Y-C-A-N-I-N-E.com, the website where this podcast is posted, they have comments for you. So, yeah, please... Uh, Drop by any comments. Well, we'll definitely welcome any comments you can offer. And on that note, uh, we close. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Bye Take now. Yeah, thank you.